Welcome to the show. Ian Fidance is on. That's right, Ian Fidance. He, it was really good talk. He was fun to talk to. I, I barely looked at the clock, and I'm a clock watcher. Probably looked like four times. So it was a good one. Uh, I have some upcoming tour dates. Let's let's burn these out. July 18th and 19th, I'll be in New Orleans. July 20th, I'll be in Lafayette, Louisiana. August 1st, Milwaukee. Then Fort Wayne, Indianapolis. I got a festival called the Thing Festival in Port Townsend, Washington. That's on August 25th. Toronto, September 19th through 22nd. I'll be at the Just for Last Festival. October 3rd, and I'll be in Honolulu. October 5th, I'll be in Kihei, Hawaii. Uh, I think the 18th and 19th, I'll be in Saratoga Springs. I think those are the right dates. November 16th, I'll be in Boston. And then, January 17th of next year, Aladdin Theater in Portland, Oregon. That's a cool place to see comedy. Also, Todd Barry Podcast t-shirts. Perfect for the summer. They're really good summer wearing. Go to toddberry.com forward slash shirts. And you can buy one of those. Oh, they ain't free. And uh, we'll be right back with the Infight Hand. Welcome, Ian. Oh, you're drinking water. What a bad timing on my part. No, it was great. It was uh, perfect. What's going on? Not much, man. Just drinking some water, getting adjusted. <laughs> All right. That's that's our show for today. <laughs> See you later. Thanks, Todd. That would be funny. That would be a funny <laughs> podcast. You literally fuck every week. People see if they get burned by the host. That's a podcast every yeah. week as it just gets cut off yeah, into just the like intro. one mundane question. Uh, uh-huh. Thank you. That's our podcast. And every week people are like, no, he's going to do a big one this time. I've always wanted to uh, introduce people on stage and then immediately when I go, get off frantically like them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that they're like, no. hey, how's everyone doing? Okay, have a good night. <laughs> I can uh, tell you at least one MC who does that. Really? Yeah, but oh. I'm not going to. I mean, <laughs> the equivalent of that. Yeah, there are MCs who... Uh, Will adjust your time to accommodate more of their time. You've never. Ooh. Oh yeah, they'll be like, you'll be on stage like, I'm supposed to do 15 minutes. There's no way I've been up here 12 minutes. No, 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 and no. And then no. they go up there. Yeah, you can't do that. I'll give you the name later, maybe for but, the Patreon episode. But I'm surprised you haven't heard it by now. Uh, I don't know. I try to stay keep blinders on. Yeah, you know? you're like you're not a gossipy shit talker, no. man. Like I am. No, uh-uh. I don't think I am either. Actually, otherwise it would reveal that name. Which... <laughs> Which, ooh, I want. So I want to hear it so bad now. But everyone knows it's kind of no, notorious, this person. But oh, boy. Not a bad person. It's just they do this one thing. Yes. Oh, they, I softened it. I that softened was nice. It. That was nice. <laughs> so you were saying that before we, uh, when we were doing sound check, Rachel, our engineer, asks us what we had for breakfast, and then we started talking about diet, and you said that you have mozzarella sticks every single day? Yeah, I have a problem. Uh, What's that? Well, whenever I uh, host at the cellar, I my routine is I get mozzarella sticks, steak skewers, and then I go... What was steak skewers? Yeah. They even have that on there? They have it at the VU and at uh, Fat Black. Oh, really? So then I do that when I'm at the VU or Fat Black, and then I go around the corner and I get... Uh, you know, my meal and then a dessert. 
So that's not your meal, the steak sticks. And no, the, that's just like a fat appetizer. That's like little like, <laughs> hey, between acts, I need something to uh-huh. fuel, keep myself fueled up. Yes. St- wow. So you have a full dinner. I don't need upstage time. I just eat up yeah. mozzarella sticks. <laughs> then you, I think once this gets out, they're going to be like, yeah, Ian won't be hosting here anymore. I know. I know. I know. Well, I've severely cut back and for health reasons because I, I noticed I was getting fat. I saw some friends after a while and they go, hey man, you, you look real uh, built. Oh, and I really? go, you mean fat? And they're like, well, you know. Those are those are not friends. <laughs> I know, I know. Those are Enemies. hilarious people. <laughs> what? Uh, so then you have around the corner, then you have mozzarella sticks? No. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was around, that's the first corner. Right. And then around the second corner, yeah. I get um, uh, Caesar salad with uh, salmon. Oh. So I try to be healthy, but then I do uh, dessert. I, I don't do that always, but I, I always get the mozzarella sticks. You get the dessert, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least we know how you could lose weight is like have one dinner instead of two. Yes. And that not probably, a dessert. I think that's pretty much your, that's your diet. Yeah. So I, I know. only have one dinner tonight. Yeah. Well, I, love, I trick myself because I ride a bike. So I'm yeah. like, well, oh, you can just eat whatever you want, man. That's probably true, though, on some level. It is, but I'm getting older and my metabolism is slowly oh, dying see. out. I've been walking here for, it's like uh, 30 blocks to the studio. Oh, I love it. And yeah, it's, it's all right. It gets a little like you have to find different routes. Otherwise, yeah. like, uh, I've been walking this city for a long time. Uh-huh. But I feel like that almost counts as a workout, right? For sure. If I walk a mile Without and a half. Without doubt, yeah. All right. So I don't I, need to go to the gym then. Somebody told me walking's better than running. I've is heard, I mean, I've heard several people say like, if we're going to choose one exercise that's good, it's walking. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because it's probably the bent. It's you're moving, but you're not killing your feet, maybe. Uh, I'm guess That's a total guess on my part. Uh-huh. But I'm a bright guy, so it's probably right. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Uh, now, yes. what was I going to... Okay, I just uh, I just did Joseph Arthur's podcast, The That's Rocker. That's right. And they just said, you did it. I did. So are you, like, was it a mistake for me to bring you on here? Like, are you going <laughs> to... Are you going to be overexposing and be like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to saturate the market. Uh, no, it was I, – I had never really um, heard of those guys. They reached out to me. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I loved it. I had yeah, a good that time. was fun. Yeah. Go down to that creepy basement. Yeah, right. And Joseph is so tall getting down there. He used to, like, duck down and hunch over. Yeah, but that was fun. Yeah. So do, yeah, you, you do a lot of podcasts, though. I do, yeah. Really? Yeah. How, do you, how do you – like, I asked you. You didn't even ask me, mm-hmm. which is – Yeah, I get asked a lot. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, Show me what you got. <laughs> Show me why I did, I did. You just looked at the clock. You're like, I know, is it really? I'm a clock watcher, yeah. man. I'm bad about that. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just, uh, I have fun running my mouth and I uh, enjoy talking to people. So okay. people invite me on and, uh, you know, I have a good time. All right. That's yeah. that's fair. I was so uh, pleased that you invited me, man. I've I've uh, loved your podcast for a while. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, come yeah. On, man. You're the don't... king. Wow, I have to cross off all these hard-hitting questions. I, was gonna ask. <laughs> I had like 10 insults lined up. Oh, here we go. The uh, You just sort of, uh, you sprung out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Like, I was like, who's this fucking dude hanging out with Nikki Glaser every night all of a sudden? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. the fuck is this guy? Her and I had been uh, friends for a while. We met on uh, Bonnie McFarlane's movie. Oh, uh, the, uh, the uh, what were you doing on that movie? Were you... I just had like a little like I, I was like tied up at the end, but we were hanging out. I've I've been friends with Bonnie for a while. We uh, were hanging out, and uh, Nikki, you know, starred in the movie, and we just ended up being pals and uh, texting and stuff. And then uh, when she moved back to the city, we we started hanging out a lot. 
and uh, I, Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie took me on a road gig, and she brought her daughter uh-huh. and some of her daughter's friends. And the first time I met her daughter, she looked at me and goes, "Are you a crackhead?" <laughs> I think my, I think she she said something to me like that, where you're like, "All right, nice meeting you, little girl." Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. what she did. Either she, I don't know if she gave me the, no, I don't know if she gave me the finger, but she did equivalent oh, yeah. of what you just said. There. I mean, it was brutal in the car ride. It, it was so funny because at, at a certain point, all the niceties of like, "You're a child, I'm an adult," went out the window. I was yeah, like, hey, Raina, see that? See that water over there? I'm gonna drown you in it. You really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Bonnie so, was loving it. Really? I mean, we were like giving it back to each other. It was so funny. She got a hold of Bonnie's phone and started texting me. And I was on Tinder, and she texted me. She goes, really, dude, Tinder? I'm like, oh, my God. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, right? In in the car. That's how sad and lonely I was oh. <laughs> on the way to a gig well, you never know when opportunity is going to be knocking. I know. You might find Miss a girl Wright to Denny's on the roadside, you know? Denny's? <laughs> yeah. Where was this road gig? Uh, Connecticut, the uh, Fairfield Comedy Club. At, uh, uh, I'm trying to, I did something in Fairfield. I don't know if it was a comedy club. I think it was like a huge arena I did. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> in well, Fairfield, yeah. Connecticut, I, I, I drew twelve thousand people. Oh, damn! Um, what's the largest audience you've ever performed for? Oh, the other night. Okay, so yeah. that, that eases, eases us into the subject I was going to get to anyway. Yes, you opened for the Lumineers. I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's yeah. The, where was that? It was at uh, Pioneer Works in Red Hook, Brooklyn, which is a, a huge art space. Uh huh. And um, the the dude who like runs Pioneer Works has these art projects worth like five million dollars. These huge. So he takes National Geographic and cuts out pictures and builds these huge displays. Uh, but it's all through glass. So he takes each each cutout is placed meticulously on glass and then pressed and then behind it is the same cutout to make like kind of 3d images uh-huh. so you're looking at it and it's 3d and then you look from the side and it's completely flat just pressed up against multiple slabs of glass and that's that sounds cool it's super cool it would i mean i'm not doing it justice at all the way he <laughs> described it he's a fucking lunatic he was like bringing up all these like crazy you know analogies and everything and i'm just like it's uh cut out on glass <laughs> but uh it's i don't know great. what voice you just did there but it was kind of like a delaware accent oh really yeah that's where i'm from yeah i know that i the uh, i did two seconds of research on <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> so how was the show how many people were at the show it was wild man it was about a thousand okay and um it was not optimal conditions no it sounds you know? was it a benefit or something it was, yeah. It was okay. a benefit, benefit for is, Pioneer Works. Is strike one. Benefit strike one. Strike art two. Art space. No art offense space. to art. No. Strike two. Terrible. Uh, ceilings were, I think it was a four-story building, completely open. <laughs> oh, strike three, but let's keep doing the strikes. Uh-huh. Uh, narrow um, space for the people to all standing. Okay. Uh, and then about halfway through is the sound booth, and then behind that was vendors for beer and wine oh and everything. God. And then was the open doors to the street. Um, so it was, uh, I, I was very, you know, excited, but uh, just completely like, this is going to be terrible. How was it terrible? No, it ended up going really well. It was like super fun. I had everyone up to, I'd say the sound booth was into it. And then behind that was just a loss. Even during the yeah. concert, even during the concert, like my my buddy and my girlfriend with me, they're like, "Dude, look look at behind the DJ booth." And you could, if you moved, because we were up 
um, on the third floor watching. Uh-huh. And if you moved past that DJ uh, sound booth area, you could hear people just like talking and having yeah. a conversation, you know. And I, you know, doing like clubs and everything, intimate venues, you want everyone paying attention. You right. want everyone listening. So I had to like be like, just be okay with no one listening, yeah. no one paying attention. There's you know. some gigs where you have to read the room and just go, oh, okay. This, Completely. I, I can't judge this the way I judge Completely. a little theater show or something. Yeah. And uh, you just play the, you just find, I always do, when I've done, like I've done CBGBs uh-huh. and stuff. And oh, that's like, great. And he's like, I'm going to find, okay, these pocket of people are yes. into it. Yeah. I'm going to entertain you. And that's what it was. And if anyone else wants to jump, along, jump on board, feel free. Yeah. And then you get, how much time did you do? Uh, <laughs> initially, they wanted me to do a half hour and I said, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, we got down to 20 minutes, and then I ended up doing 16. I, oh. I said, light me at 12, and I'm going to go between 15 and 20. And they're like, that's oh, fine. Man. Was it a, a free gig? or No. You were paid? No, I was paid, yeah. Okay, so you fucked them over a little bit. Yes. No, 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 I, I didn't. It, they were they were totally cool with it. And and I've I've been friends with a singer for a little while, and um, he actually, another comic told me when you open for a band to have... I told you that. or someone from the band. Did you tell me that? Yes, I told you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another to have, comic. To I'm <laughs> like, I'm three inches from you, man. <laughs> this yeah. comic named Todd, I don't remember. <laughs> Todd, fucking last name Todd was Bloom, B, I don't know. Bloom, but, Bloomfield? Uh, yeah, you told me to have them introduce you. Yeah. So that you're like co-signed by the band, mm-hmm. which he did. And he gave me like such a nice glowing intro. And like they were, the crowd was like way into it. And I did find those people. I played to like the first like 25, like I guess rows, you would say, of people. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool to like, you know, have an applause break and hear the place like, you know, roar. And then after a while, everyone was like, oh, okay, you know. Right. So I guess I got like a third of the uh, whole thousand. Or That's whatever, all right. That's still a, a 333 people. Yeah. Who, um, some, what happened before you? Like, was there another? Nothing. So, no. So there was no like someone announcing about initially, the Initially, initially they wanted me to go on at seven and the band wouldn't go on until 845. Uh-huh. And they put the kibosh on that. And they were like, no, no, no. He's going to go on at 8, do, you know, 15 to 20, and then we're going to go on at 8.45. So that helped me out a lot. So more people packed in, you know? Yeah. Because it's no one sitting or anything. And and I was kind of freaking out about that a little bit. And uh, everything, it, it was so funny. I'm in the green room, and the PA comes up, and they go, uh, Ian Fidance, the Lumineers would like to see you. <laughs> I was like, that's a sentence I'll never uh, forget. <laughs> would it be funny if only like three of them wanted to see you? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. What are we doing in this situation? Well, I, um, I Everyone in. but the bass player wants to see you? Yeah, yeah. The drummer actually has a problem with you. The uh, drummer who... <laughs> He's tuning his one drum that he plays. <laughs> they, I walked in and they were steaming their hats. You know those hat they wear, those like flat cowboy hats. I don't know much about hats. them, honestly. Uh, they're like a holler and stomp band. What's that show that? that it's a, I belong with you. Yeah, you belong with you, my sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. They're one of those bands. I think I told you this off camera. Uh, uh-huh. Where I just at some point I was like, oh, they're that's a band that's they're done. Mm-hmm. And then I. Like was reading, I don't know online. I see Lumineers playing Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Some huge sell out. Like, like three oh, nights in a row. Oh, these guys Insane. are huge still. They they're one of those bands where you like hear the name flippantly, and then you put the songs that you hear match with the band name, and you're like, oh god, they do all those songs. Oh, they have more than one hit. Oh yeah, they have a ton of hits. Sing sing a medley of their hits. For uh, me. uh, um, 
And then uh, they've got uh, Ophelia. Uh, they got um, Sleep sleep on the Floor. Yeah, uh, Sleep on the Floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know song names very well. Where are they from? Denver. Denver and New York. And they live in Denver and New York? So two of the guys lived in Jersey, and then they moved to New York, and then after a while they ended up moving to Denver, and that's where they started playing around the country and getting good and everything. And then they... Uh, they would play like small venues for like 10 people or whatever. And that's how the singer and I connected because he was at um, Greenwich Village Comedy Club one night. When really? He used to play there. Yeah. He couldn't get into the cellar. <laughs> wow. They're like, yeah. hello, I'm in the Lumineers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, outside Steve's like, like, yeah, I don't really give a I shit. <laughs> sure you are. Everyone's, th- three people have said that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he's at Greenwich and it's not, there's not many people there, and uh-huh. uh, every comic was going up, like, freaking out, like, oh, God, this show's so bad, and the Lumineers are here. And I'm like, well, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah. And I went up, and I was like, hey, man, you're in the Lumineers. I get it. I was in a ska band in high school, uh-huh. you know? And I he, like liked it. And then I just played, like, the place was full and, and did my act and didn't act like it was, like, a burden to be there. And he, like, dug it. And talked to me afterwards, and um, we hit it off and exchanged numbers, and we just oh became God. like buddies. Wow. Yeah. Um, he's so a sweetheart, man. He's a good guy? Really, really just was kind he there by down himself to earth. Or was he there with the whole band? He was with his wife and uh, a couple friends, and um, they were just out for a night, and uh, he he was just uh, really, really uh, down to earth and kind. That's you know? good. Yeah, yeah. You would have no idea he's in this huge, uh-huh. huge arena-selling band. So he can walk the streets. And Completely. Yeah. I can't. I wish I could relate to that. I know. It must be tough for you, man. It is. Let me tell you uh, <laughs> how tough it is. Tell me. The, um, so you were in a ska band? Yeah. Playing what? Guitar. Really? Yeah. What were you called? Did you have a fun ska name? Oh, yeah. Sock Full of Pennies. P-E-N-N-Y-Z. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's I love the I love names where every time you say it it's a chore and you have to spell it for something. completely completely yeah well so- our fear was people will call a sock full of penis yeah but they ended up doing it anyway so why did you what does sock full of pennies mean there's an episode of Seinfeld when uh, you know when Kramer turns a peephole inside out and Jerry goes why would you do that he goes well I want to I I want to look into my apartment to make sure there's no one waiting there to hit me in the head with a sock full of pennies oh and that's what it's from that's a good line yeah. And how long, this was in high school or college? High school. It was uh, my freshman wow, year. Wow, I was into ska in high school. That's, you guys are cool. I was into ska in, in grade school. I was in a classic rock cover band before that, and they, they didn't like me in the band anymore because I kept playing ska during band practice. <laughs> yeah, classic rock <laughs> doesn't generally include ska, yeah, a ska yeah, yeah. influence. Hey, instead of doing the Stones, you want to do some skank and pickle? Can we do the specials? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about a message to Rudy? <laughs> Here's a message to you. Get are the out specials of the band. like the are they the Beatles ska of ska bands? Or are they the most known? Man, I don't That's know. A great question. There's, there's a that is a great question. No wonder you get you can't walk the streets. Incredible interview skills. <laughs> um, they are. I would say yeah. They're like one of the most known ska bands. But there's different waves. There's a first wave, second wave, third wave, and now they're saying there's like a fourth wave resurgence. Huh. Ska. Is there yeah. a current big ska band? Yeah, the Interrupters. They're like the first ska band since I think Real Big Fish to hit the top of the charts. Wow. Yeah, they're female fronted. Uh, they don't have horns, but they have like uh, 
They're like Operation Ivy. Do you know John Worcester? No, who's he? You should know him. He's a he's a drummer for Super Chunk and Mountain Goats oh, and okay. Bob Moldman. But he's very funny and does a lot of comedy bits. And he does stuff on Tom Sharpling's show. Oh, nice. But he did this thing called Rock Rotter Rule. It was like a prank, a radio prank, where mm-hmm. he pretended to be an author of a book called Rock Rotter Rule, where you name a band and he tells you whether they rock, rotter, rule. <laughs> so he they played it. He played it real straight, and then he said something like, "Yeah, and you know when." What madness in, invented ska, and he just kind of threw that out there, uh-huh. and then people started calling, what do you mean madness invented ska? That's great. It's like, yeah, they, they actually were the first band that did ska, but uh, that's pretty fun. That's very, in, that's inside rock and roll, what I just did right there. That's great. I love that's it. That's for fans, that's for super fans only. Uh-huh. So did you have, uh, did you want to be a professional musician? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I grew up, you know, listening to music and and always 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 playing music or, or having it on and and uh, i think everyone wants to be like a rock star i know at a certain point, and then rock right? stars want to be actors yeah or comedians Ugh. there's nothing worse than seeing a band and their shitty banter in between songs yeah. it's like not funny at all i don't i haven't seen a lot of that Ugh. i mean i don't mean to show to sh- deny your reality uh-huh. but i uh, <laughs> as you said that i was kind of agreeing and i was like i actually don't know that i Really? I've seen, you know, excruciating between song banter. Usually, when it's like, you know, in life we you have relationships. Some are good, some are bad, and then, then you heal, and then you, you go back out there, and you, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I guess that could be funny in its own way. I guess, yeah, in not a very intentional way, right? Like, um, yeah. So, so what were we saying? What were we saying before I shut? Oh, you down? how how uh, <laughs> before you proved my theory yeah. wrong. Well, Blink-182, I think, put out an album of just their interstitial band banter. Oh, and really? it was just so terrible. Huh. Yeah. Um, I actually did uh, a tour with Amy Mann and Michael Penn where no they, they had the comic open. I think it was called Acoustic Vaudeville, yeah. And they had the comic open, but then the comic, they, they would like go on the set, let's go here, come out here, uh-huh. here, and here. And you would do the between song. Oh, that's great. Thing. Yeah. How was that? It was really fun. Oh, I bet. Yeah. That'd really... be so fun to, while they're like tuning and everything, to just kind of like riff and then have them slowly come in. Well, that's kind of when they, they yeah. did it. Yeah. That's great. Right. I feel, I feel like you could do that with Amy Mann, but that re- wouldn't really work with like, you know, I don't real know if, big fish. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> I, I feel like a, an Amy Mann audience is probably a little more uh, uh, receptive to that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't really work with corn. Nothing against ska fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing against the uh, the madness fans. So out you there. thought? Did you? Was there a point you thought you were going to be a professional musician? Yeah, we uh, we actually in in high school, we had like a, a small following on uh, you know in the tri state area and everything. We what play is the tri state area? Delaware, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Okay, that's that's yeah. called the tri state area for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> You know, the tri-state area, one of those states is Delaware. So, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, no one would believe it. makes sense if you are from Delaware. Yeah. Nothing against Delaware. Well, I mean, I guess you could say what? Uh, the tri-state area for New York is New York, New Jersey, and... Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Is that what it is? I believe it is. Now, as I said that, I'm not sure. I think it is, yeah. So then could could you have other tri-state areas? Yeah, you can. At intersections? I was just joking. Right. I mean, you don't have to fucking Sorry, my, 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 my Delaware defensive just came out. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a legitimate state. Some nice people are from there. Yeah, I know. I was joking around with you. 
<laughs> um, so you you got a following in the tri state. Yeah, yeah. Area. We we would play around a lot, and uh, eventually, I was a freshman, and everyone else was a senior in the band. And uh, they went off to college, and then they would come back. We play shows, and then when it was time for me, and there was another guitarist who was uh, in the band with me, my age. And then actually the basses and drummer were a year older than me. But the guys who made the decisions were all seniors. And they uh, <laughs> they kind of ruled with an iron fist. At age 17. At age 17, they were the bosses. And uh, they, I almost didn't go to college because we were going to tour. And a subsidiary of Atlantic Records like came out and wind oh, and dialed really? them and was like, yeah, you know, if you sign with us, you'd have to tour for two years and then, you know, put out a record, whatever. And then like... You know, our my mom definitely got involved, and that was like a real contentious time where her and I were arguing all the time because I wanted to like drop out and, and yeah. tour and everything, and she was not having it. You know, and uh, I did ended she up ever? School. Oh, you did. Okay, which is why I think now I'm so into like being on the road and like doing so many things on my own and like you know very much the DIY ethic of what I missed out on when I was younger you're trying to recreate you know? the band thing yeah 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 without the band without the band so you quit the band then yeah it just like disintegrated oh man yeah. um so they you said the the record company wine and dined you where do they do that in, uh, not not me the the <laughs> singer Del- where and do the they trumpet do that in, where's the wine and dining go on <laughs> in Delaware and I'm not saying they're Delaware. not great musicians <laughs> I mean restaurants there but no they they took him down to DC uh, and did some sort of like wine and dine where they had like these hot strippers and everything at like a steak restaurant and they're like how far is DC from, so you're in Delaware and they go hey we want to wine and dine you in DC yeah that was like where the <laughs> office was <laughs> okay. yeah. Okay. Well, aren't they supposed rag. to come out and see the band? Uh, they'd seen us before, okay. but then yeah, I guess so. It was that like, just come never. That us. never. They just changed their. They never. Yeah, and this. and then like the the lead singer was was you know uh, with his fiance now wife, and you know it landed like a steady job, and it was like, are we really gonna uproot our lives to do this thing? We're not even guaranteed. Is right. you know, and then I'll never forget we we did a gig at uh, the Saint in Asbury Park, New Jersey, okay. and we're all in the van afterwards, and we're like having. I've this, done the Saint. So yeah, 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 they do like comedy shows there. Yeah, now. <laughs> if you pack that in, that would be a, a yeah, killer it's, place. It's a weird little room. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. I I like little rock clubs. Yeah, I like them a lot. And uh, we we played and we're in the van and and uh, we're all like saying our piece. And basically, the drummer was like, "If we don't do this and say we're gonna do it right now, I'm quitting." And it was kind of like, "Well, I don't know, maybe." And he's like, "Okay, I'm done." And then like quit. And then everyone else was like. Yeah, I guess the band's over. Oh, <laughs> and then it was a weird ride back to it's Delaware. It's a hard thing to keep a band together. It is, yeah. And and also my role in the band was kind of like disintegrating because I like everyone was like advancing with how well they were playing and I was just still kind of like just the rhythm guitarist, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to be well, out of the band anyway. rhythm so. guitarist. It is, Especially yeah. in a ska band. Yes. I was in charge of the upbeats. Yeah. You know? that, yeah. That, that, yep, yep. Is that the upbeat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Where'd you go to college? I went to NYU. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For what? English education. Seriously? Yeah. I have an English degree. Do you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where from? Whoa. I asked the question. <laughs> um, from University of Florida. Oh, nice. Gainesville. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A pretty good English department there. Where Les and Jake's from? Gainesville, Florida. Seriously? Les and Jake's Yeah. Are they really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought I was yeah. the only... Uh, <laughs> the only celebrity to come out of Gainesville? The only UF celebrity, man. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, who else? Who's that? Faye Dunaway went there. Oh, no way. I have a feeling she went there for like a week and there's like a big picture of her. Like, yeah. I don't of course. Know. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
I like to always make the little funny example and then acknowledge that I might be wrong about it. <laughs> That's what just happened right there. So you were, were you were going to be an English teacher? Yeah, yeah. I, I taught in the city for a little bit. You did? Um, I did, yeah. Sub or actual teacher? Uh, I was a full-time sub, and then I moved back to Delaware, and then I moved back, and I worked for Kaplan doing a test prep. Really? For a couple of years, yeah. When was, and when did you start doing comedy? I started comedy in 2011. 2011? Mm-hmm. Like eight years ago? Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> you got to have like... A, I know, I snuck into the building. You got to have like at least 10 years in. I know. Should I leave? I, I, no, I'm yeah, here now. You should actually. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. No, seriously. I was joking earlier. Yeah, no, now. get out. <laughs> um, where, did you start in New York? No, I started in Philly. Okay. Yeah. That's a good scene down there, right? Yeah, yeah, it was great. The The club I started at is now closed. The well, Laugh House. Well, I think I did. Is that on South Street? It was, yeah. I think I did. Second and South. I, did, I feel like I did a benefit there once. Oh, yeah? That yeah. place needed some benefits. It yeah. was, the, the owner paid every comic and would give you bonuses and then did not pay the rent. Really? Mm-hmm. So he's weirdly generous to the comics. Weird, yeah. Yeah, but Mr. The, Rod. Wow. Yep. Bonuses. Yeah, bonuses. Like unexpected bonuses? Unexpected bonuses. Not even like like as a as an MC. You know, like you did so good this weekend here, take some extra. And it was like, oh That's my god. That's almost unheard of. It was insane. It was amazing. They treated the comics really well. Huh. And of course they ran it into the ground. Know. Yeah, yeah, completely. Gotta pay that rent also, man. Yeah. Well, Kevin Hart started there. Yeah. And so people would come and get their pictures taken with the display case of his DVDs. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> insane. Do they do they ask permission? Excuse me, may I get a picture? Can we do a selfie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Part of me. It's like uh, we're an inanimate object. <laughs> we're uh, we're C- we're CDs. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a picture I would take. It was very funny. Um. I mean, after a show, for someone to come up to me and go, hey, and then in your head, you're like, yeah, I'll take a picture. And they're like, can you get a picture of us next to this display case? And you're like, <laughs> you right. your camera like, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, like, you think they'd ask for both just to make... Oh, but, no. But they don't, they're not. I guess if you're already <laughs> taking a picture of a display case... Well, that's, that's how I learned like, when someone asked me to take a picture of another comic like in front of me after I was like on the same show or whatever I'm very yeah. absolutely no problem and then I always take selfies of myself oh you do you, yeah yeah you kind of you show them a little that's yeah, a, little a little lesson bit. learned yeah like, it's a little easter egg for them a little later well yeah that's uh horrific that's, to no, go that, home and I, see I think, or they you know you stand there right after show and they walk up to you like hey where's the men's room yeah oh okay do you want to say good show or something you're, you're already in that mode of hey thanks hey thank you <laughs> yeah. what are you thanking me for I asked you where the men's room is <laughs> hey thank you thank you for trusting me to know where the men's room is my favorite thing is when they they walk out make eye contact with you and don't say a word it's <sighs> like you know what I could see the worst act I've ever seen in my life and if I made eye contact I'd give them a, a nod and a nod. smile an acknowledgement or a thank you or mm-hmm. something yeah even thank you the neutral of acknowledgement. Thank you for that horrible performance <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm going to be talking about because it was so bad. Well, at, at the Laugh House, I, I would, you know, Jim Steaks is like right by there. It's two blocks away. Uh-huh. So like I would go and eat after the show. And uh, sometimes, I mean, I would just bomb horrifically. And then I'd be in line and people from the show would come up and they'd give me the old, uh, hey, you you got up there, man. <laughs> you did what you could. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gave it a whirl. Yeah, tough crowd. <laughs> You enjoy that cheesesteak, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, just eating the saddest cheesesteak. Uh, so when did you move to New York? I moved, well, I moved to New York initially in 2003, 
Moved out in 2008. Yeah. And then moved back in 2012. So I was in Delaware for four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you moved here 2003 for five years, left. Oh, no. And then came back. Okay. Yeah. So you were there. Let's do, I'm, I'm very uh, OCD about this. Sure. You came to New York when? 2003. August. <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> you, you left. The 23rd. You left to go back to Delaware. 2008. And then came back 2012. Yes. Why did you go back to Delaware? Uh, because Unless I... Unless it's personal. No, I mean, I'm, I'm all right with it. I, I was a bad alcoholic, and I, I thought a change of scenery would do me good, uh-huh. you know? And uh, I had a construction job waiting for me at home. So I was like, all right, because I was like waiting tables up here. I was like doing construction back and forth. School, school just ended. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll just go home for the summer, dry up a bit do construction, make my money, come back to the city in the fall, teach, you know. And then I ended up, uh, you know, doing really well at this construction job and I got a raise and I was like, all right, I'll just stay around here. I was really enjoying the work and and I had a hard time getting, um, you have to go through so much with certification and uh, all this like bullshit red tape. And I was having a hard time doing that in Delaware, like over the phone when I had to like go to the, you know, board of ed and all this stuff. So I was like, it's just easier if I stay at home. So I just stayed in Delaware and then <laughs> didn't leave for four years. Uh, you know, I was a substitute teacher. Were you? you? know that in New York, yeah. No way. In Florida, yes. Oh, wow. But I never got a certificate. Like I just have a, reg- a regular bachelor's degree. Right. With, you know, as low a GPA as you could possibly have and uh-huh. still be allowed to graduate. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. You're in. Did you sub a lot? I did. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was great. It was perfect for stand up because you right. never had to like trade shifts with someone. Mm-hmm. But that waking up, my God, that waking up, and I mean, I used to do a bit about it, but where you wake up and you basically someone asks you if you want to go to work. Yeah. Um, you're waking up and just waiting. Yeah, and then you're just like, I, you're, I can say no to this, mm-hmm. and then you'd wake up four hours later after you say no to it. And you're like, oh fuck, I need. Oh, completely. You waited tables. Yeah. Where? Uh, I wait. I waited tables directly across the street from uh, one of the high schools I taught at. So I would leave high school teaching all day, oh. change, and go across the street to wait tables. And I'd be outside smoking. My students would like see me and ask for beer. <laughs> and then you would be like, uh, keep it under your hat. But here you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd slowly come out. That, yeah, that's always weird when you see your teacher in a. Yeah. A different situation. Well, I was so young, and my students, I had like 19-year-old seniors, and I'm like 21, 22, and they would just be like, do you want to come up to Yonkers and do Molly? And I'm like, I can't, do not, I'm I'm not listening to this. Your students said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very strange. <laughs> That's That was a sting operation. You did you did the right thing by saying Thank you, on. yes. Um, so did you wait tables in New York? I did, yeah. And then back in Delaware, Where too. in New York? A uh, French restaurant called Casa Nice. Where's that? It doesn't exist anymore. It was on Ludlow and Essex. It was on two streets that don't cross each other? Wait. <laughs> that run parallel. Shut up. That Hold parallel on. to each other? Wait, wait. It was on Ludlow and... Uh, Delancey? No, Delancey. Uh, Ludlow and Delancey, it was on um, It was on the corner of fucking... Essex and Ludlow cross no, each Essex other, No, right? Essex and Ludlow are uh, parallel streets. Maybe it, was, maybe it was Essex and Grand. It could have been that. Yes. It was It was cat a corner to the school I was teaching at. Okay. 
Oh, man. Man, I've been saying the wrong intersection. Uh, no, for so good. So good that I'm Mr. Years. Lower East Side. Could just you are. crush you on that. You are. You destroyed oh. me. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> on the corner of uh, Fifth Avenue and Madison. Oh, how's that work? <laughs> Let's do let's do one more of these on the corner of Third Avenue and Second Avenue. Oh wow! That's yeah, on a, the corner of Amsterdam. Those two and cross uh, streets. There is a pair area in the West Village where I think there's a West West Fourth Street crosses with West Fourth Street, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's kind of by Perry Street, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't try to make up. For, <laughs> don't try to act like you know New York. Now. Where do you live now? I live in Williamsburg. You do? Mm-hmm. I kind of like Williamsburg. Yeah, I dig it. Sometimes I'll pop over there and just as a goof. As a fun goof. Well, you just go, I could go to Williamsburg. Yeah. Walk around a little bit. Where do you live? Hey, don't worry about it. I live in lower Manhattan. (laughs) I'm a celebrity. Essex and Ludlow? I have four decoy apartments. Nice. And then I live in uh, below 14th Street in New York. Nice. Um, Do you you have roommates? I do, yeah. Let's hear about it. Uh, Man, I've had so many different roommates. I'm I'm the leaseholder on the apartment, Uh so I have like a rotating room of like Craigslist oh rentals. My God, what a nightmare. I love it. You love it? Yeah. You I'm like never, having a roommate? I'm never home. My other roommates are not home. We barely see each other. I feel like I live alone. It's great. Ooh. Every every roommate I've had has been uh pretty easygoing. Oh my God. You know, we're we're not when when you charge higher rent, you get higher quality people. Do you think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. You charge higher rent, you're going to get people that actually care about where they live and not just some, you know, transient that's like, $400 for a room, I'll take it. Yeah. You know? So you have a two-bedroom? Uh, two-bedroom, and then we have a uh, basement. You have a basement? That we've turned into a studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's we? Well, me and my old roommates, but now I'm the only one on the lease. So I've been on the lease since 2007. Can you swing for the whole great. place? No, not yet. I'd love to, though. I'll do it. I'll pay. I'll pay. Thank you. I'll be your roommate. Thank you. And I'll never be there. Literally never be there. Great. Just as a weird gift to you. Um, Thank you, Todd. I appreciate that. (laughs) Do you, uh, wow, what was I going to ask you? So you, it's pretty wild. Well, you said you're always, you're never home. Why aren't you ever home? I'm running around, you know, at, at night I'm gone from, you know, anywhere between like six and seven to, you know, one to two sometimes, three, you know, some nights I'm back early, but no, I did. What'd you have? Cocker Spaniel Poodle Mix. Oh, man. Lucy. Oh, I'm sorry. She's still alive. Oh. She just lives with my mom. Oh. Yeah. Why don't you get her? Oh, because oh. you're never around. I, I know. Well, I, I had her since she was a puppy at eight, eight weeks old, and then I had to move her to my mom's house in uh, 2016, 2017. Super hard. So hard. She must be cute. She's the cutest. I have her name tattooed on my foot. She's well, my sweetie, that's, man. That's not necessary. Yeah, I do, I went a little overboard. But you're punk. Yeah, gotta have your dog's name tattooed, you know? You're kind of punk, right? Yeah. I see, sometimes you'll show up at the cellar with a book, like a... Uh-huh. What was the book, what was the book, the famous... Uh, oh, Please Kill Me. Yeah. Yeah. Is that good? So good. I've, I've read, read it that. two or three times. Who wrote that again? Legs McNeil. That's, okay. I'll let you borrow it if you want. I have two copies, actually. Do you? Yeah. You know what? I can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah, yeah, sure. I've lent people books like a handful of times, and I just get, I I feel like when I lend, I go, I never get I'd back. rather, I'll, why don't I just buy this book? That's so smart. I just, they, I need to start doing that. Something about, yeah, I mean, I just don't, I, maybe it's an OCD thing where like, right. I know I'm not going to get this back, and that, that eats away at me. Well, I love the Although idea this, of, how many, this probably happened twice in my life. I love the idea of sharing books with like a friend 
and you know something that you dig and you give it to someone else and then they can take it in and enjoy it and then you give it back and in that exchange you could talk about it and everything but that never ever happens the person takes the book and i never get it back and then i go hey do you have that book oh yeah, yeah. I, you know i was moving i lost it <laughs> do you uh i don't feel like i don't know if, if comics read books i mean i guess they do but we you're one of the few people who bring the book to the club yeah well i i like to uh and that's not an insult tr it's well a I, pretentious, I, I like to i i know a little no, bit yeah i i i get i have a winter jacket that can hold a, a book in its pockets. <laughs> okay. But if I don't have a place to hold a book, I'll just carry it in my hand. I know. That's that's a chore. I got I had to walk twenty blocks with some uh cat treats and uh carpet. Oh, yeah, you're a big cat guy. Well I I'm as of a year ago. That's right. But uh yeah. I'm trying to get a cat. Yeah? Yeah. You know it's kitten season. It is. But you gotta be prepared if you get a kitten. I've gone to so many different shelters. I, I went to one PS9 Pets in Williamsburg. If you go there, it's a pet store slash shelter. Yeah. Great place. Highly suggest it. Suggest it. I go there and there's a cat and they go, she's not very friendly. She's very shy. She has a hard time warming up. I go up in the little area. She immediately comes up and they're uh -huh. like, she never does this. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Five minutes later, she just does not want anything to do with me. Yeah. I'm like, so I want her more, you know. Oh, yeah. So I like well, reach my hand over to pet her. She swats it. I was like, well, yeah. I'm leaving. Don't Goodbye. get that cat. Yeah. Well, you might want to think twice about getting a kitten. Yeah, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of work involved. Well, I heard you suppose if you get a kitten, you're supposed to get two, because um, it's harder to raise a kitten by itself. Yeah, I mean, there were some places I think that wouldn't let me get just one. I just didn't think I had the uh, means to take care of two. Mm -hmm. Not like financial. I could take care of like a thousand of them, right. maybe a million cats. <laughs> Cat lady of comedy with my income, a million cats easily. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I just thought, oh man, my because at the time I was living in a smaller apartment. Then mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't know, man, that might be two cats running around. And also, I I just heard I went to a cat a little cat convention and they, shut up uh, seriously. <laughs> and then they uh, what is a cat convention? It's called uh, it was called Cat Camp. <laughs> I went with one night. I went one day. Then I came back. I, I was like walked around by myself a lot. And then I next day I go, oh, I kind of want to do this again, but yeah. I don't want to go twice alone. No, so I was getting recognized a little bit. That's uh -huh. the celebrity at the cat. Yeah. And uh, so I invited Liz Mealy. Because so uh -huh. she, she's oh, a cat fun. She, Her parents are, I think, cat veterinarians. But, oh, no, wait. Liz is such a sweetheart. Yeah, she's great. She? Mm -hmm. um, so I did that. But what was I saying now? You went to cat camp. Oh, yeah. And then and I think one of the facts I learned there was that in the wild, cats actually don't, like in their original form, don't necessarily like hang out with each other mm. like they're a little more so but i do feel a little like i wish there's times i wish she had a little buddy to hang out yeah because you know you leave them alone and everything but an yeah. older cat i feel like they're used to kind of being independent yeah i mean they they're pretty good the adoption places are pretty good about saying this one needs to be with another cat this yeah. one can't stand other cats yeah uh, maybe get a, like a nice one-year-old i love that you want to get a cat though yeah i really do I, talk I about litter once you do it i miss please I, i'm gonna need help i miss having a pet at home. I've I've lived with pets my entire life, and really? it is such, uh, just such a wonderful thing to come home and just have something to to yeah, love and take care of and be excited to see you and yeah, you know. That's you need a girlfriend. No, I'm <laughs> thank you. I went for the easy one. There. Woo! You have a girlfriend. I know. I, met I do. Her. She's, yeah. she was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, she's great, man. Um, yeah. How'd you? Yeah, meet I'm real her? lucky. Oh, you met? Where'd you meet her? I met her outside the cellar, and. Uh, me and Natal were hanging out 
smoking cigarettes out front and this guy came up and was like, hey, you know, I uh, I want to get involved in comedy. And we were like, okay, thanks, pal. And we like turned our back to him. And then this smoke show came up and was like, Nick, don't bother them. I go, who's this? He goes, this is my sister. And I turn around. I go, so you want to get involved in comedy, huh? Oh, and I okay. like immediately paid attention to him. I love to help you. I love yeah, to help yeah. you, brother. There's nothing I love when people, more than yeah, when yeah. people come up to me. I just love helping uh, young comics. Interrupt me and just you know? say, I want to get into comedy. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a quick answer, though. Yeah, it's, well, uh, Get it's, into comedy. I, I, I dug her, and I, like, made some comment about her ring. I was like, oh, I like your ring. Is that rose gold? She's like, no, it's Target. But uh, great job tonight. I'll see you later. Were you trying to find out if it was an engagement ring? No, no. It was on, like, a middle finger. So uh. then I, I, I've I never done this before. Such a ballsy move. She was in talking to her group of friends, and I went up, and I go, hey, I dig you. And uh, if you dig me, you should give me a call. And I wrote my number down on a piece of paper, and I gave it to her. So you said, how long did you talk to her before you told her that you dig her? Uh, just that like slight interaction. But she was smoking cigarettes and I could have sworn she was giving eyes at me. But she, she said probably she was. wasn't. Yeah, well. You know. I mean, I don't mean like googly eyes, but she right. may have been some sort of positive yeah. tell. Yeah, I, I never do that. And I was like, you know what? Just try it. And uh, So you gave her your work. number and, yeah. and then she texted you? Yeah. Yeah, we started uh, texting and then uh, we went out. Uh, one night. And, Where's uh, that first date? Got to hear about it. First date, she met me at the creek in the cave. Oh, and, you, know uh, to, you know how to treat a lady. Uh-huh, that's right. Yeah, I gave her my free burrito. No, it was, it was. Uh, she met me at the creek in the cave after a show. Show got canceled. Matter of fact, another girl showed up that I was sleeping with to like see me. I was like, listen, you got to leave. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you were a player. Well, you know, just a little bit. Damn. And uh she met up with me and we went, there's a pinball laundromat in Greenpoint. Uh-huh. And we went there and it was like super fun. And then, uh, you know, I did the old, you want to get out of here line? And then, you know, and uh, she's like, yeah, we're in a laundromat. Yeah, yeah. You took I, me to a laundromat. I'd love to get I out I wanted here. to get out of here 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I can't believe, I thought you were joking. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to watch me do comedy now and then go to a laundromat? <laughs> I made sure she showed up at the end of the show. She had already seen me like crush at the cellar. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to ruin the facade of seeing right. you seeing me bomb in front of three people at the creek. At some point when I've when I've had a girlfriend, I want them to see me bomb at some point. Just right. After they've seen she like has. eight kills. Oh, she has. Yeah, I wouldn't well, let her see me for a while because I was nervous. You know, yeah. I was like, I don't want her to see, you know, the same jokes or like see me, you know, bomb and then she'll think whatever. But she like has been into comedy her whole life. Her whole family uh, loves Ryan Hamilton. Really? I, that's who I had pasta with last night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. When she met Ryan Hamilton, she was kind of like starstruck. Really? Yeah. Because her grandma's from Idaho. Oh, and... I wish I was there. I could have made fun of that. Oh, yeah. Well, she kept it in, but she I told me afterwards. I was there and also Ryan Hamilton was there. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, can make, I can make fun of it right to his face, man. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> really so stick it to old hammy. Oh, it'll be a year in July. Are you going to go July. back to, on your first anniversary? You're going to go back to that laundry? The night? pinball laundry. <laughs> Hey, uh, you want to get out of here? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even want to get in here. So, uh, yeah, I want to get out of here and maybe go to a place where you would go on a date. <laughs> you don't think that's cool? No, it is cool. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're, yeah, I feel like that's almost cooler than just going to get something to eat. Yeah, and and also I I don't drink, so I always have to do like activity based dates, yeah. you know, um, because I I feel weird if. I'm just talking to someone and they're like boozing and I'm not, right. you know, I, I can't get down with that. She, she has like two drinks. She's like, woo. Right. So she's like a very light drinker. Right. So that's, yeah. So she you smokes can, weed a lot, but you can go to bars. Whatever. 
Oh yeah. I, I used to not be able to. Really? It used to really dictate my life and it was like really fucking terrible. So but, I could uh, pull out a bottle of scotch right now and start slamming shots. I'll smack it out of your mouth, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if I was drinking scotch the whole time. That would be so funny. I don't know just why that'd be 3 funny. PM on a Tuesday. Just saying, yeah, I just uh just gotta relax. I get nervous doing these podcasts. <laughs> just, uh, so you have any? Uh, do you tour? Aren't you? You're going to Europe. You're going to. Your I name am, came yeah. up a couple of times when I toured Europe. Oh, that's so cool to and hear. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know who he is, but really? That's Truth who you're in comedy. That's who you're booking. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he's good. He's good. I don't want to badmouth anyone. He's uh, no, yeah, no. That's you know, why wouldn't you book? <laughs> Him. You're just trailing off. When you have all of New York to choose from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I said nice things. Oh, you're very kind. Thank where, you. where are you going? Uh, oh. I'm going to um, London, uh, London, Berlin, Prague, Warsaw, Zurich, Amsterdam, Norway. Damn. Yeah. Are I'm you going to take a lot of days off? I'm taking. I'm doing two nights in London, two nights in Prague, and then the others. Two are, nights in Prague. Two two nights in Prague, two nights in London, two nights in Norway, and and maybe uh, two nights in Amsterdam. I wanted to do two nights in Amsterdam. What about Zurich? Zurich, just one night. Oh man, you is that want, the place to be? That's you should be doing minimum six nights in Zurich. Shut I up. Say, <laughs> that'd be funny if I talked to you into that as a practical joke. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like had to cancel. Okay, Todd Barry said it. Got to do five it. Five of the shows. <laughs> What? Just wandering out alone in Zurich. Why did you tell me to play an 800 seater <laughs> five nights in a row? Now you're gonna go to the cat camp in Zurich. So uh, <laughs> world renowned. <laughs> Are you gonna go by yourself? I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna bring your your lady. No, actually, that would be great because I I bring her on the road with me sometimes. It's really fun, but. Now that I think about it, maybe I should have done that. Maybe I haven't gotten the ticket yet, so maybe I can have her. When but is I'm, it like? I'm, I'm going to be, the accommodations are like me crashing on a comics floor. Oh, really? You know, like I would feel bad bringing her along for that, even though she'd be like totally down. Maybe well, I'll do did, that. I didn't did even think You did set a tone by taking her to her laundromat on the first day. <laughs> I don't think she's going, I bet we're going to be at the Four Seasons. This guy's, she's going to be like, no, we're going to take a flight with nine layovers. I said, meet me at the laundromat and bring quarters. I'll explain later. I know there's non-stops to London, but I found it flight $75 cheaper. It stops four times. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> oh, she got so mad at me. I did a casino gig and I brought her with me and we had vouchers for the um, for the buffet. Yeah. And we had used one of the vouchers the night before. And instead of using both the vouchers for the buffet, I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to use my voucher and you're going to say you're not going to eat and I'll share my plate with you. And she was like, don't you fucking dare. That will be so I gotta, embarrassed. I got to say, you should have been more. She, I would have been more. That's, you did a horrible <laughs> thing. That's just like, hey, let's go uh, for dinner tonight. Why don't we go shoplift? <laughs> like, fucking, you're already getting it free and you're trying to find I a know. little bonus. I know. It's already yeah. free and it's already like, you're already taking a, I know. Well, oh my God. That's, yeah, you can't show your cheapness. No, well, you know, unless, I, uh, unless she finds that hot or something. No, she does not. That's clearly that's, she did. So she was mortified. Completely mortified. So I went up and was like, "Actually, she's going to be eating. Please, can I buy a plate?" And then I, you know, got her a plate. But uh, I thought it'd be a fun grift. I thought yeah, it'd be like a, a fun. Yeah, you would show them, huh? Secret thing, you know? Like I stole oh, some oh, oh. cream corn from a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that is super low rent. Man. <laughs> That is, ugh, I'm 
bummed out that I'm, you're on my show now. Oh, come on. It's, I thought it'd be fun. fun. You know, yeah. like, yeah, like kind of like to a... do something like rob a bank or something. <laughs> do something like really. Not the Timbers buffet. <laughs> so you know, something like, oh, let's see, look at that. See that cornbread? <laughs> oh, technically, you're not supposed to grab a slice, but fucking grab one. Do it. <laughs> Put it in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, mm-hmm. you're, a punk, you're a punk kind of, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, I've been in a punk rock my whole oh, life. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, you st- do you still go to shows? Yeah, I, I ended up seeing uh, Rancid, Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, uh, Madball, and L7 a couple weeks ago. That was all one show? Yeah. Yeah, it was called The Bash in uh, Englishtown, New Jersey. Holy shit. I mean, how long wild. did they each play? Well, Rancid only played five songs. It, it started to rain. It was outdoor at a racetrack. Started rain, they just ended the show. Right. But each band played for maybe about twenty five minutes, half hour. Was that fun? Yeah, it was real fun. Was it crowded? Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was really cool to see. You know, it was pretty neat to see a bunch of little kids on like their dad's shoulders. Yeah, you know, like singing along and like enjoying it. You yeah, know, some of those punks are still at it, and they're they're you know they're there are a lot like, of old dudes there. Yeah, yeah it was pretty, it, which is pretty neat. You know, it's weird to see something evolve because like you know, it's not like punk rock's been around for. 3,000 years. And so right. So I'm like, oh, I guess 50-year-olds are showing up now. Right. Well, punk rock used to be television, Patti Smith, you know, yeah. Blondie. Yeah. You know, and then it evolved into this, you know, crazy, hard-edged thing. Did you wear earplugs? No, I didn't. You got to wear earplugs. Man. I know. I don't, I, have, I, don't, I don't mean to be grandpa about it. But no, you're totally you right. I have like a ringing in my ear. Yeah, you don't need yeah. that. No concert's worth that. Yeah, you're totally right. Get some of those custom ones. Custom those ones that musicians use. I don't have them, but I was thinking to get them. But oh, I like don't the, the green ones? I don't know. They're ones that are like, they let in a little, they let in like high end. Mm-hmm. They cut out like the dangerous stuff, but they mm. still, it doesn't like, because I use foam ones and they're kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of mutes things a little Do bit. Do you go to concerts? Occasionally. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I wear plugs because I've, I've gone to shows and they're like four days later. That's I'm so in pain. smart. Like, Why am I fucking I saw Patti Smith and I was like close to the front and after that it was just like, womp, womp, womp. I, uh, I did this show with, uh, Dinosaur Jr. No way. Yeah, I, I, I forgot who I ended up playing with. It was some other musicians who were, or some of them from, I don't remember, but they invited me and they were like, because I, I kind of know Jay Maskus a tiny bit uh-huh. and I, and they just, I don't know, they knew of me and it was like a, a week of shows they were doing at the Bowery Ballroom and then, but I go, you know, I don't mean to be a pain in the ass, but I'm pretty sensitive to volume and they treat, they were so nice to me. They, they fucking hear plugs, hear headphones. Oh, they were that's like, great. And it was just like, it was so, it was like, I, I was like hidden upstairs because yeah. I couldn't, it was so fucking loud. How did, they, did they have earplugs? They did, but it was kind of funny looking out and seeing the sea of people all with earplugs. It was like, <laughs> It's like, well, you know, y'all can turn down a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't <laughs> need a wall of sand. They, they had this crazy stack of amp, but I'm sure it, I don't know. That's you know, great. don't listen to me, bands play. Yeah, you you need to play that loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a good concert unless you have long-term hearing damage. Yeah. There's no better way to show you like music than by injuring your hearing <laughs> and not being able to enjoy music anymore. Yeah. That's the ultimate Dedic- show, show of dedication. Yeah, I fucking call people out, man. Um, do you have any... No holds barred. Do you have any uh, thing you want to plug before we go? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I <clears throat> I have a podcast called Sex in the City. Okay. Which uh, me and another comic, uh, Jay Miller, who 
was a producer on Impractical Jokers. I think he's the funniest person in the world. We are Ouch. rewatching Sex in the Well, you know, yeah. you're a given. Come on, yeah, Todd, okay. please. Uh, <laughs> hey, funniest person in the universe. He's right. just world. There you go. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, we're rewatching Sex in the City and, and talking about it. And usually we just end up talking about our own lives. It's really fun. Did you see season one, the monogamy episode? Yes. Yes, you are in it. Oh, wow. That's weird that yes. you brought that up. Yep. That's, That's right. On the little uh, interstitial. Yeah, a little man on the street. Uh-huh. You were uh, pushing water crates bottles. of water. Yes, yep. I was. Yeah. That's right. Did that in two takes, man. Boom. Two takes, Todd. Walked home. How Union about Square it? Park, man. Boom. What was that like being on that show? I mean, I guess it, it was season one, so I guess I didn't you know, know the phenomenon it would become. Right. But I didn't. I didn't meet any of them. Or mm-hmm. I, there was one who, I forgot her name. Dark haired. Charlotte. Kristen they, Davis. I think it was Kristen Davis. She yeah. was in like makeup, and I think uh, we smiled at each other. But that's uh, nice. That was the extent of that. Yeah. But, uh, did you know at the time like this is going to be something? I did. No, but or I mean, I, like, also, I do line. remember that I auditioned, and I and it was like, oh wow, I actually got something off an audition. Nice. But uh, I was pretty excited that I got it in two takes. Yeah. And then oh, walked I bet. home. It's a cool show to say you've been on. All right, so what else do you have of course. to do? <laughs> um, my Instagram's iAnimal. Uh, I-A-N-I-M-A-L. That's, that's punk. Right. Yeah, that's punk, man. iAnimal. Do you have yeah. shows you want to, like tour dates? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm touring Europe in the fall, which I'm really excited about. Um, as of now, this weekend, I'm going to be with Italian Comedy on State. And oh, then, that's a good uh, club. Yeah, I'm so excited. I've never been there before. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward Their to it. Their green room is like... It's like the Rolling Stones green room. That's what I heard. Some massage chairs. I don't want to spoil it, but there's just oh my god everything I, you need. I heard everyone that worked there is just the nicest, and it's really well run, and they're just they're thoughtful. And, I can't wait. And I'm trying to get rebooked there, and for some reason it's not <laughs> happening. Well, they gotta listen to this pod here. Huh? Yeah, how you're rating it. Um, Ianfinance.com for all my. So you're with the tell? Do you do a lot of shows with the tell? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's uh he's starting to bring me out a lot, which is oh really that's great. great. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's, he's the it's a lot of fun. Man. He truly is. He's a beast. Yeah. All right, Ian. Such a sweetheart, too. Yeah. Ianfinance.com? Ianfinance.com. Oh, God, that's going to be... You got it. People it's going to blow up. People, you might want to get some more bandwidth. I might have to. You might want to... Uh, well, that's why I was saving on the buffet, so I could pay for so the bandwidth pay for, yeah, from the show. From the, the, the <laughs> bump that you're going to get from me. Yeah. All right, Ian. Thanks for being here, Dude, man. this, this was, was an honor, man. It was truly, fun, right? Thank truly, you. No, it really was. Uh, it was really, Thank it was you a so much. conversation. It Goodbye. was. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, Todd. Sure. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that talk with Ian Finance. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Um, I'd like to thank Rachel Jacobs, who's engineering this podcast. She's to my right. And go to starburns.audio for this podcast and other podcasts that are you might like. How's that for a heavy recommendation? You might like them. Not you will love them. You might like them. And we will uh, we'll see you next week. Starburns Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.